Hi, this is Richard from the Film and TV Show, and this is a uh, live recording uh, for uh, a chat with the guys behind Cambridge Comic Con, which is happening on the 24th and 25th of August this year in Cambridge at the Junction. If you guys want to just shout out your names and, and who you are. Whoever, whoever. Hi. Hi, I'm Smudge, and uh, I am the core of the development and marketing team. <laughs> <laughs> she also makes a mean cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> my name is Gavin, and um, yeah, uh, I'm part of the team as well. Um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, AJ. And I am in, currently in charge of the cosplay side of life. So inviting uh, professional groups, as well as overseeing any questions that the public would have. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you very much for, for joining me, guys. I really appreciate it. I know you're all very busy uh, and have got <clears> lots <throat> to do. Um, talk to me about why why Cambridge Comic Con. Why? What was the, the reasoning behind it? Why, why in Cambridge? Because we're never blessed enough to have anything around this area so that's exactly why that is exactly why we decided to do cambridge um i've been living in the area for the last uh, 20 25 years um and i've never seen anything really uh, like a, a comic con or i think there have been a few few attempts but they're all sort of low scale small scale sort of shows um we want to just take it just that little step higher and and uh bring uh, actors from, from abroad and, you know, do something different, basically. There was a, there was a gap there uh, for for show, and uh, we're giving it our best. Yeah, there was there was one that was attempted, I think, or was going to be attempted in Cambridge, um, that just kind of pitted out. They did one in Kettering, and it just didn't <clears> seem to work, so they cancelled <clears> the <throat> one they were doing in Cambridge. What, <clears throat> what was the thought process behind... The junction, because it's quite a, it's quite kind of outside of Cambridge Centre, isn't it? Um, well, it's it's very well. Um, it's I mean, it's outside of the of, of the city centre, but it's also the sort of the largest venue you could find that was already set up for these these kind of events. Um, we didn't want anything too big, um, and it just seemed to, to fit the bill. Also, we got the train station literally a five-minute walk yeah. from there. We've got loads of restaurants and cafes and hotels and everything. Um, we even got a, a multi-screen cinema right there just across the from, from the from the junction. So it just made sense as, uh, rather than trying to take over like a sports hall or something like that and trying to convert it and make it into something like a, like a convention. It just made sense to have um, something that was already equipped and set up for that sort of uh, event, basically. When you say sports hall, was that a, a little a, a little thing at, uh, <coughs> at at another Comic Con, maybe? No, 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 no absolutely not, absolutely not. No, that. I, don't I don't have mean, anything. No, I don't mean in a in a nasty way. No, I mean, no, no. Because it's quite sports halls tend to be quite popular for Comic Cons at the minute. They tend to be yeah. they tend to be the only thing that people tend to go for. Yeah, yeah, I think um, if there had been one closer to, to the city centre that we could have used, I mean, trust me, we did we did do some legwork um, and did, uh, we just couldn't find one that, that was available for the days that we wanted. And 
after a lot of uh, thinking, we, just, um, we came up with the option of doing the junction. Um, and it just made sense. Um, we've, we've actually got all three buildings, uh, J1, J2, and J3. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. Um, and we've also got um, the particular the car park as well. We're going to have uh, marquees there for, for all the vendors and who wants to be outside. Um, so, yeah, it's we, we, we're going to try and make the most of the space that we have, basically. So how much work have you guys put into it at the minute? Because uh, literally, I, I think just out of nowhere, I, I saw that Cambridge had a Comic-Con. I always like to try and keep my ear to the ground for local Comic-Cons because being an absolute geek i love i love cons i love meeting people um and i literally saw it and since i've seen it it's like everything i just keep seeing it everywhere on my facebook page just keep popping up with new guests and you've got some absolute crackers you've got some absolute cracking guests i mean ones that wouldn't look out of place gracing mcm in london or even showmasters um, it's it, it's phenomenal. How how much work have you put in all of you to do it? Because you, you all do different bits, Mudge. You do your you do your bit, and AJ's obviously focusing on the cosplay bit. Which neither of those can be easy. They can't be easy, surely. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I've learned this. I don't think there's anything harder than setting up a convention. I've been going to conventions now for for the best part of 20 years. Uh, and I've seen it on one side of the fence and now I'm seeing it from the other side of the fence. There is an extraordinary amount of work that has to go in. Um, we all had contact from over the times that we've been at conventions, etc. But even having contact, contact within the industry, it just doesn't prepare you for the amount of, of work background stuff, contractual, uh, sponsorship, advertising, it's absolutely immense. Um, but we've got such a, a great team uh, that, that's running it. Um, and we've all got so much experience and a wealth of experience from all the different areas of bringing the convention together that it's just, yeah, it, we've had very much endless nights of conference calls and, and calls and mixed video chats and uh, yeah, endless uh, bottles of wine being drunk while decisions are being made um, and then changing in the next day. So, yeah, it, it's just been an absolute roller coaster. Still a long way to go and lots of hard work to, to put in again. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, the, the, the lineup that we have and the people that are participating, the vendors that are coming along, the cosplayers, etc. It's, um, yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, but it's been uh, fantastic. Excellent. Can you? Right, got it. <laughs> so, have you? I know you said obviously you guys have had quite a lot of conference calls. Who? Who else? Is it a, a joint decision? Do you all kind of make a joint decision on who, which, which guests yes. you invite, which vendors you you, you accept? Because I would imagine you've had a lot of people ask for stands to to be able to sell yes. their wares. Yeah, we have. <clears throat> yeah, With, when it comes to when it comes to vendors, uh, unless it's uh, you know, uh, um, it, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, fortunately, most of the people that have contacted us, they're all bringing something unique to the to the show. Um, 
so that um, that basically whoever, whoever picks up the the application will take a look at it, yeah. and we, we we all got the idea, the criteria that we wanted as varied as possible. Okay. So we don't want three guys selling Funko Pops, for example. Yeah, that's the thing that I've yes. noticed at cons when I when I've gone is that there seems to be <clears throat> eight, nine, ten vendors all selling the same stuff, and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't make it interesting for an attendee if you see someone selling Funko Pops and you go around the corner and there's another two opposite each other selling them as well. I know they have different products, different yeah. types of pops, but yeah. essentially it's so the same. It's really, I think it really is uh, first come, first served. So the first person that contacts us, uh, it's got a decent lineup of like uh, 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 products and whatever, um, that person gets, gets it. If someone else comes along saying the same thing, then obviously we're going to say no. Yeah. Okay. You know? Also, and, we, uh, we found out the conventions that we've been to that the vendors don't match the guests so yeah. you've got guests from a specific genre or a specific program and then there's no vendor uh, tables to cover you know goods and products to, to match that so that's we're hoping to uh, change that as well well you've got you've got a huge variety haven't you of, of, of guests from different different genres different yeah. shows and films <laughs> that it, it kind of opens it up doesn't it and and obviously that will that will come down to, to similar to cosplay as well because people will just pick random cosplays and you can't really account for that. But if you've got people from different genres as guests, it kind of makes it a little bit 360. That's something we tried to do as well. When it came to inviting the professional side of cosplayers, so the bigger groups, we tried to get a wide race, uh, a, a, a wide fan base. Yeah. Like yeah. favourite, so we're not just going with the Star Wars. We've got Doctor Who like, groups coming. Even down, to, we've got Disney princesses turning up. So nice. we've got quite a, a wide, wide brushstroke of different genres. But that's what makes these comic cons so great. It's not my things better than your, my fandom's better than your no. fandom. It's that marriage of everybody's fandom coming together in that environment that makes such a unique event and hopefully this one's going to be one of the ones put on the map now good i think because cambridge cambridge Shed really only has one other sort of comic con that's killed the force day um for a slightly different sort of um clientele but cambridge has never had anything like what you guys are putting on never mm. um how are you going to I know you said you've got the car park. How are you going to manage um, the influx of people that, I mean, have you got like a shuttle bus on? Are you going to ask them to park up at the park and ride sort of for the transport wise? Because I can imagine it's going to be very busy. I mean. Yeah, there is a, there is a multi-story car park right behind the venue, but I suspect that's going to fill up pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and obviously, uh, we've got uh, vendors and other people that are going to be at the show for the entire weekend that um, are probably going to take priority over the you know the whole floor yeah. of uh, multi-story. We are going to ask people to, if they're coming with their car to either carpool or to use park and ride, basically just to you know keep uh, the amount of uh, traffic. Otherwise, they're going to be very disappointed because they're not going to be able to park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not or a very use... big car park either. Now, or if they're travelling from a uh, long distance, uh, that we've got really good uh, train service there um, and buses and, and all sorts. As I said, it's, it's really well 
really well in a good in a good place. Okay. Really, in a really good place. It's not in the, in the middle of nowhere. Um, so but they, they won't they won't have any trouble getting there. As it's five five minute walk from the train station. So yeah, no, it, it is really really close. And <coughs> I know that Smudge said earlier on that you guys have, have kind of been involved in cons for quite a fair old while. And, you are all really well connected, aren't you? <laughs> Let's be honest. Mm. You are all really well connected. Um, yeah. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. What? I said we couldn't possibly say. You couldn't possibly no. say. Well, you know, it's you've been doing it for so long, and and obviously you attend, and you're lucky enough to attend as guests, mm. Gavin. Yes. <laughs> then, then obviously it makes it so much easier, I suppose, to to call upon your contacts to to kind of ask them how did those conversations go if you're when you were kind of going through your contacts to say well look you know I'm we're putting on a comic con in Cambridge how do you feel about that how did they they go it, well it was actually it was actually uh, uh one of my one of my friends um Andrew Divoff uh who had a show and uh, was over a glass of whiskey and he, he said well why don't you just do your own show I'll back you <laughs> that was it and uh, there happened to be a couple of agents there, and uh, they all started talking. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea, you know. And uh, I guess sort of spiraled from there. And then I started talking to these guys. I'm like, so what do you think about doing a show in Cambridge? You know, would you guys be be up for it? And fortunately, uh, everyone said yes. You know, it's it's yeah, it's been been a good good experience. It's a nice good experience. person to have encouraged you to do it, Andrew Divoff, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's. <laughs> Honestly, I think we're going to have to give him some kind of finder's fee or something, you know, because he, he keeps uh, sending people our way and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's really selling it to people. And he, he's, a, he's an awesome dude. He's an awesome dude. How? But, um, Sorry. No, go on. No, no, go. Go through Smudge. I was going to say, um, Rick Cosnett, I think he'd done a video before we'd even posted that he was going to be attending. So <laughs> he was, he was um, I spoke to him and I've, I've known him since uh, a couple of conventions. And, um, yeah, I just sent him a WhatsApp message and said, hi, Rick, we're going to set up our own one. Fancy being a guest. And he'd done a video saying, hi, I'm going to be joining the, the Cambridge Comic Con, you <laughs> know, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think getting the guest um, isn't a problem. I think a lot of, a lot of uh, especially international uh, stars, they want, they want to come over to the UK. I think the, the market has been there for a long time. But I think internationally we, we bring over – Sort of more the A list for the you know the London film and Comic Cons and yeah. uh, etc. Um, you know they're they're very enthusiastic to come across. Um, to be fair, it's finding the seats for them. It's not finding the guests. The guests want to come across. It's finding finding enough seats to sit on. It's quite a blessed um, uh, a blessed position to be in, isn't it? When you're trying to find space for them all. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um... Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, definitely. So how how yeah. are you guys gonna gonna play it differently from other conventions that you've been to, without obviously trying to spoil everything? How is well, it? How are you is, guys gonna go about it differently? I was just gonna. I was just following on from what we were saying before about um, talking to these actors and being friends with them and stuff. I think um, they've all done the big shows, you know, and and you know that that those are the they make they make a decent amount of money at these big shows, but they also like the small shows. Yeah. And that's what our show 
that's what we want to be, just a small show. We don't have any intention of, of, of moving into bigger premises in the future or, or going crazy or anything like that. We want to keep it within those that, that venue, the, the junction. Um, we've seen what happens when these when shows start to outgrow themselves, and I think it just turns into a bit of a cattle farm, to be honest with you. And we want to keep it small, intimate, and friendly. That's, that's, that's basically it. That's, uh, that's how we compare to the bigger shows. We, we don't compare to the bigger shows. They're, exactly. they're different. They're completely different, different ball game. I mean, when we first, when we first started, obviously everyone's, you know, raising eyebrows like, oh, another show. And then, you know, automatically they're comparing you to this show or that show. And it's, it, it's unavoidable. Um, I think there have been a few attempts, uh, to setting up shows recently and, um, for whatever reason, they've been cancelled or people have had really bad experiences. Um, we're not going to give up. We're going through with this, uh, pushing ahead, and we intend to grow, you know, and sticking our heels in uh, with this one. But uh, I think when we first popped our heads up <laughs> and started announcing these, these guests, I think uh, some of the bigger shows might have got, you know, rubbed up the wrong way, thinking that we we're trying to compete with them. But rest assured, we're not. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. Yeah, I can, I can imagine with a couple of the guests, as I said earlier, you know, there is a couple of guests that you've got that I know and I've and I've actually met in London at Comic-Cons within London at the real bigger ones. Um, and when I saw you announce those guests, I was like, wow, this is like, this is going to be huge because certain, certain franchise of TV shows will automatically guarantee people up if you have some of their top cast yeah which is going to be yes. which is going to be great i mean i'm a huge fan of of sons of anarchy and of the flash as well so um so yeah and a, a massive stargate geek as well absolutely love stargate so yeah we're gonna have a good time <laughs> yeah i will have a great time <laughs> and i thought it, i was like uh, okay, I, I get to interview these guys. I need to try not to fanboy at all and try and be <laughs> relatively normal. Um, but, yeah, my, my colleague Alex, who does who does the show with me as well, he was like, this is insane. Like, th- this is actually insane. They've got people from Sons of Anarchy, like not just the ones that might be in the peripheral, like actual real main cast members. And I was like, yeah, I know. He's like, okay. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> We're so used to going to the cons where um, you don't have the opportunity to do that. It's just kind of you meet them, you say hello, and then you move on. It's not. Mm. Um, it, it's not going to be like what we've done before. I think we've, we've spoken and we've, we've attended and we've spoken to enough guests over the years that the majority of them, not all of them, but the majority of them, they actually appreciate the fans. Yeah. They actually appreciate and they want to spend time with them. And the fact that they can't at some of the bigger conventions because it is a conveyor belt of pay your money, here's your ticket, here's the picture you want signing, there you go, there's the name, thanks very much, bye. And it, it's very much like that. And I think as a fan myself of, of lots of different, different shows, um, it's always the ones that you remember where you've got to have that extra 60 seconds or yeah. you know, a minute and a half chatting to them where they, you think, oh, they actually know my name and, and they were actually interested in talking to me. But it, it, that's what they want. They actually want that interaction. And that's what conventions, to me, is all about. It's actually, it's not just, I can see that some of, one of them passing me in the street, 
that they'll walk away and they're going to remember. Yeah, because it, it is those lasted memories that that will keep people coming back, ultimately. Um, well, I think that's something that we can offer people in the Cambridge area, is it's that strike of a balance between the big stars, but still keeping that smaller, family-friendly yeah. atmosphere where they are going to get that interaction that's sadly starting to become less relevant in the bigger con, shall we say, where it is, like Smudge has just said, it's about a conveyor belt system starting to become yep. the norm. <clears throat> Sadly, that's I'm the same. I meet certain stars and actors, and I'm I'm fanboying out and trying to contain myself. Hmm. I think we're all like that. It's hmm. just nice to have that moment because that's it's lovely to have that picture and have that story when somebody's like, is that such and such? Like prime one for me was Sigourney Weaver. Totally fanboyed out. Yeah, I'll bet. Sigourney Weaver. And I'll have friends come around my house and go, is that you with Scorny Weaver? And just having that, being able to talk about the experience of her interacting with myself, that's something we can offer at this size of venue compared to something that's slightly larger, shall we say. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. good. I also I also think that uh, one of the, the selling points with uh, most of these actors has been the, the size of the venue. Um, they don't want to go to just, just another uh, supercon. They want something a bit more intimate, and they love the location as well, Cambridge. I mean, there's, uh, I can't say who, but we've had a couple of uh, people um, contact us uh, directly because they just want to come to Cambridge, you know, and while they're there, do a show, you know, which is like, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I mean, so, if, you, if, if you want to say who, Gavin, it's absolutely fine, you know. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Are they, are, are they still guests? to be announced then that you're that you're working on or have you kind of filled your roster no we, we're still we're still working still working on on some guests um yeah we're still we're still working on some guests it's uh, tweaking tweaking details and stuff um the other thing i wanted to say as well is that all of this is uh privately um financed uh, we're literally this is our our investment we haven't got any big companies behind us or anything like that this is all us all right. so it's, it's a bit it's a big gamble it's a big gamble for us you know um but yeah, it's all just the nature of the beast, really. Okay. So we, want, we want this. We want this to happen. We're very involved in this. Very. Good. Put our heart, heart and souls into this. Good. It, it, it's good. It's good. You can. Uh, I can totally tell that you guys are completely in love with with the, the con scene, and you really want it to succeed, which is great because uh, I think a lot of <coughs> you can read a lot of negativity about <coughs> shows on Facebook, particularly. Yeah. Um, where. Yeah you kind of get the impression that the organisers are just going through the motions. They're just doing it for the sake of doing it. There's no real love for it. Yeah. I think that's what's, yeah, I that's, think, that's something has been lost. I think, we, 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 you know, you, you do get negativity. It's it, it part and parcel of conventions. You will never, ever please everybody. It is that yeah. simple. And we understand that because we are some of the people have been to conventions that haven't been cleaned. Yeah. You know, so we understand that. But what we do have is a unique sort of selling point and angle whereby we all know what's wrong with conventions. But the problem is, nobody's everybody else, but it seems that convention after convention, they just do the same thing over and over again and don't make the changes. So what yeah. we've done and what we're planning to do is making those changes, making it, it unique, making it 
whether it focuses on the attendees again rather than the guests. Yep. Obviously, the guests are important, but what experience will the attendees have when they come to Cambridge Comic Con? What will they walk away and say about Cambridge Comic Con? And we want them to say it was different and it was better than other Comic Con. Okay. One of the issues, one of one of the issues that we've addressed, for example, uh, our cosplayers at uh, at shows. Um, I've, I don't know if you, you've probably had this, uh, that when you have to go to the restroom or something and there's a queue of people dressed up, getting changed, you know. Yeah. I can remember I went to a show in London, MCM, I was waiting for 25 minutes outside uh, the bathroom and the flash came out, which I thought was ironic. I was like, well, <laughs> yes. But, so um, that was one of the one of the issues that we addressed. Um, the, the cosplayers are coming to our show. We've actually got two... Um, designated uh, changing rooms for uh, cosplayers. Uh, we have the cosplayers that are coming uh, as our guests, um, and then we've got, which is on the, on the sort of like the private area, and then we've got another an, another area, which is going to be like the public changing room for guests for cosplayers. Okay. Um, yes, so we don't have those problems with the queues. Yeah. And these are proper, these are proper uh, makeup rooms. So we've got like mirrors and chairs and stuff so they can do their makeup or whatever they, they need to do. Um, Etc. Um, yeah, that's that's, that's basically. You know, they just have to dress in. You know, you walk past many a stormtrooper who's in his leggings, you know, putting his putting his kit on. You know, we're giving them a proper changing area where they feel part of the convention. Yeah. It sounds yeah. as guests rather than just people that have wandered in off the street looking like a stormtrooper. Well, that's something that as soon as Gavin mentioned, I've been that bloke at the back of my car with a bootleg open <laughs> stood in a car park virtually in my pants trying to get ready <laughs> to go into a convention and look the part and be recognised for the work that's went into that actual costume so to hear Gavin turn around and say I want to change that status quo where it's no no we've got the professional if you want to call it cosplayers and then you come and get changed in the car park I want to change that I want to have mm. a place for these where you can come, you can get ready, and you can enjoy that experience of people coming up to you and going, wow, I love what you're wearing, I love the character, I love what you've done here, how did you do that? And that's part of what we're talking about, that community again, getting the advice, I'm thinking about doing that costume. Yeah. How did you get around this problem? Because I'm really struggling with, I don't know, be it a bell, a leg piece, whatever, and seeing somebody who's done it and having that chat with them, so that's all good. Um, but the changing room thing, I just was like, brilliant. I'm not going to be, as I've said, waiting in a queue. And the next thing, the door opens and Batman comes strolling out the toilet where he's been wrestling with something and it ain't the dark night. <laughs> <laughs> so what, yeah. what are you guys doing for for cosplayers then? What have you got? What have you got planned for? Because cosplaying is, is like the greatest thing about cons for me. Whenever I've attended, is seeing the the plethora of cosplayers from anime to you know to doctor who what have you got planned for not just the professionals but those who just turn up dressed in their in their, in their favorite outfit well, like we'll say we've got first and foremost we've got that photographer we're looking at the photographer walk around the actual con floor taking images and getting them out there so we'll hashtag them in or be on our, our social media sites so you can click on it and download it for yourself. Oh, that's that's great. A professional. 
image that's been taken of you. Um, there's a few other things in the pipelines that we are slowly starting to beat out the details on, and we'll be announcing them hopefully very shortly. So, but for us, the main thing is come in your character, in your costume, and have fun. That's what we are aiming at because yeah. we enjoy seeing people coming in their amazing outfits. Yeah just as much as they love getting into them and getting into character. I'll be honest with you, it's great having actors at the show signing stuff and, and whatever, but the, the, the soul, heart and soul of these shows are the vendors and the cosplayers. Yeah. It's, and I, I think that they need to be treated, you know, with a bit more, you know, I don't want to say respect because it means it sounds like they're not, other shows no, aren't being respectful. I think, I, I think we need to make their life a bit, a bit easier. Yeah. Um, like, for example, with the cosplayer... Yeah, the cosplayers that we, we are having over uh, as guests, um, they actually have, you know, they've got their own changing room and they've also got their own green room. So they're getting fed and, and whatever. So they've got someone to relax and whatever. Because in the end, we're all going to enjoy the benefits of a, of a good show. You know, we want, to, we want them to be able to relax as much as, as, as anyone else, you know. And I think it's, it's something that I really hope that, that it, it catches on and that other shows do it. I saw something similar in France. They were, they were doing this with cosplayers in France. Um, they had access to, to this, uh, the green room. Um, you know, they were fed. And they were taken care of. I just don't understand why it hasn't happened sooner in the UK, you know. But hopefully it'll catch on. Yeah. And also we're doing similar with the vendors as well. So the vendors will have access if they want to to uh, a separate private area. Then also because they don't get very often much time away from the from the stand and they'll also get the priority to be able to go and get the autographs and photo shoots so they'll get you know a few jump in facility type of thing so yeah it's yeah, yeah. all about all about the guests but we're also going to look after the people that make that that make the convention yeah really. okay well it's for me I, I, i'm a parent of two <clears throat> and i've been to comic cons <clears throat> and i love seeing the looks from my daughter's faces when they see characters like Harley Quinn and seeing that look of joy when they go running up or they, they meet a Disney princess. Now, the only other time I've seen that is when we've went to the parks, as in like Disneyland, etc. Yeah. Seeing that joy on children's faces is something that I, I can't get over. So with the groups we've got coming, as well as the public, when they get kitted up, um, no doubt that there will be families out there with pictures that will last a lifetime. I mean, it'll be an experience for them and the, the kids. So, something to look forward to. And also, the horror of the kids' faces when they turn around and see Davros or the alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's much fun to see them getting scared as it is them smiling and laughing. <laughs> it's a mixed bag, really, isn't it, with cosplayers? Because, like you say, you have yeah. the scary ones. I mean, I've seen a few pretty nailed on Freddy Krueger's in my time and they've even mm. scared the life out of me so yeah, yeah it is it, it is great I've got I've got two young children my partner's got two young children and mm. it's nice that they that they and also children in general are beginning to enjoy Comic Cons as much as us adults because it, it's nice well, that a new the generation you absolutely you don't get them now you're never going to get them. No, and it's nice for, for parents to share that with their children or to even, if it's the children that's dragging the parents along, it's nice yeah. to 
to see that that everybody is catered for. Mm. So how how are you guys going about getting the word out then? Um, as in for the actual then, con yeah, for the actual actual con itself. So apart from obviously yeah. the stuff you put on Facebook, are you going down different avenues to to promote as well? Yes, we are. Um, we've, we've obviously been tackling uh, social media. Um, right now, we're in the middle of a big publicity campaign. Uh, posters, flyers, uh, cosplayers, you know, handing out flyers, etc. Local media, um, local newspapers. Um, but it's um, if you do it, if you try and do that too soon, people forget. Yes. So it's more of a everyone's going to be scrambling at the last minute you know, to really hit the streets and promote, promote, promote. Um, it's, it's just, the, just, just how it works. You know, I've, I've, I've seen people put adverts in newspapers and they never amount to anything because people, people forget. And I can remember, you know, I used to get the, the Kimmy's even news delivered, you know, once a week and uh, there'd be something in there like, oh, that looks really good. And then I was interested in the service and then I forget. Yeah. And the next week it remind me and so on and so forth. So, you know, that's literally what we're going to, probably going to have to do is just, you know, have that running uh, promotion in uh, local media uh, and then really go for it in that last that last month, basically. Okay. And then, of course, we've got you yes. to promote us. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, the reason we're doing this is to help promote as well. And with uh, the amount of subscribers that we have, just bordering 400,000 now, which is fantastic. Nice. So, um, amazing. You know, I want to help as much as I can uh, to help yeah. push you guys and, and I, you know, writing in local magazines as well. And I have a couple of contacts who, who run their own magazine, so I've passed on details um, of the yeah. con and obviously the logos and everything to them to put in when they can. But like you said, Gavin, not doing it right now because it's only mid-end yeah. of May. It's, you know, there's still exactly. two and a half months, three months left to go yet. So it's, I imagine it's going to start ramping up for all of you now. Yeah, yeah we, we, we started putting all of this together in December. Um, by, by, I think it was January, we already had a fully functional website. Um, you know, it, we wanted to get all of that stuff out of the way so we could just focus on media um, and actually, you know, contracts and whatever. But yeah, most of the legwork, we, we, we did it in, in two months. And it was just, now it was just a waiting game because obviously um, people are already um, attending other shows and so they have to divide their finances. And as you know, it's, it's quite a dog-eat-dog dog world out there, you know, and you've got loads of shows popping up everywhere and awesome guests everywhere. And you're like, oh, my God, I want to go and see this guy, but I want to see that guy as well. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's <laughs> there's a lot of, lot of stuff going on. So people have made of money. But, you know, we hope that... Um, um, things will uh, definitely pick up speed, and next week uh, that's when we're actually going to start um, going for gold. Yeah. But we've got got a, got a few things up our sleeves, which yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, and it's a unique selling point for the Cambridge Comic Con, and it's an event that will blow people's minds. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a very limited audience, and 
how I got into sort of uh, the industry just from there. Um, but yeah, we got Alexis Cruising. You can imagine the photo opportunity, Alexis Cruising oh, and uh, Eric. Yeah, that's the, you get the, the father and son in Stargate. Yeah, that's um, going to be that'll be a great one to have. All you need, all you yeah. need is for him to put his scar a week back on. Exactly. If he's got Congrats. it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think he does. If he has that, that would be amazing. Yeah, because all these guys actually manage to take some of this nick. They don't nick. They borrow. That's the wrong word. That's the wrong word. Yeah, no. They don't nick. No, they borrow. Yeah. The props. They relocate. Yeah, like, like, what's his face with the Deadpool costume? He borrowed it. He didn't steal it. Yeah, he borrowed the suit, didn't he? Yeah. He borrowed the suit. He never gave it back either. No. But still not. But yeah, I mean, we've got. I said we've got we've got a lot of people, a lot of people coming to the show. Virginia Hay as well. Yes. Yes. Funny enough, I was just looking at her. Virginia Hay, she's coming to the show. Lovely lady. Andrew, obviously Andrew Divoff as well. Andrew Divoff, lost, obviously. We've got Paul Markham, Matthew Dale, Brian Perkins, John Simkin, David Balbeck, Clem So, Alan Thomas from Doctor Who. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean we've got comic book artists as well. An old friend of mine, Pascal Ferry, uh, from my days in Marvel. Um, he's uh, really looking forward to coming to the show as well. I think I might have said this to you before. I really want to put the uh, the um, comic back into Comic Con. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have done before. Yeah, when we were when we were chatting on WhatsApp. Yeah, you said you want to put the comic back into Comic Con because that's the sort of thing that kind of gets missed. I think. Some, yeah. in some yeah. Comic-Cons yeah. is is the artists or the mm. illustrators or they tend yeah. to get missed or put in their own little section away and they're not as they're not as prominent as, as they should be. Yeah, they are the ones that started, started the whole fad. Exactly, you know, like the guys who started <laughs> with The Walking Dead, you know, yeah. Yeah. they don't get half as much time as the, the actors and the actresses, but they were the ones that, that drew the comics first. Mm. Mm. Um, um, we've also got Miltos um, from, from Game of Thrones yes. coming along, um, and, and he'll be doing his, uh, what's it called again? Water fighting. Water so water. he will actually be able to train you like he trained Arya. Really? So if, you, if it's something you fancy, you can sign up to his class. Yeah. I'm a huge yeah. Game of Thrones fan. I'm actually getting up early tomorrow morning before work to watch the last episode. No spoilers. No, I've got, I'm, I hate it. Well, I hate that people just post stuff over Facebook. It's like some people don't, aren't watching it till Monday night. But no, I'm, exactly. I'm getting up tomorrow morning at, at five o'clock to sit and watch it. So I, just because I want to be one of those people to see it first thing. I think with, with um, after uh, the run up to Avengers Endgame and and. Uh, they, they people were very well, well behaved. behaved. Yeah. I think, I think suddenly, 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 you know, revealing plots and stuff wasn't cool or funny or no. anything. You know, it was just, yeah. And then we keep getting these recycled videos, some guy getting beaten up outside a cinema. Because it's always the same videos. Like, oh, this guy got beaten up in a Star Wars thing. It's like, wait a minute. That's the same guy from my mother. Yes. But I didn't see any any spoilers for Endgame. Didn't see any spoilers for, for Game of Thrones. Um... And, I mean, a lot of people complaining after, week after the last episode. Yeah. And it's like, 
it's a it's a it's a tough call, isn't it? It's like you know you know the show is going to end and you want it to be spectacular. I think people have hyped it up in their own in their, in their own fandoms and in their own minds about what they want to happen, and the writers have kind of thought, well, no, because that's too too easy or that's too predictable. And I think I think that what they've done, whilst I can understand people's grievances, is actually quite mm. clever because they've just flipped it on its head and gone, we understand what you will want, but this is what we're doing because this makes more sense. Yeah. The problem, the problem with, uh, with social, social media, media um, is, is everyone seems, seems to have a voice and they're not all going to agree. It's what we were talking about before with conventions. You can't please everyone. No, 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 you can't please everybody. And, you know, I'm sure that there'll be gripes for, for forever in with conventions, you know, there will be people that won't like certain aspects of conventions. Um, but in the main, I think most people go just for the atmosphere more than anything. Yes, yes, yes. yes. that community yes. feel, that's, that's, that's a big, a big one for me. Uh, I've, been I've been doing it 10 years now, and I still, as I say, I still love it. I mean, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, I'm still getting dressed up. What do you dress just up as, AJ? What do you dress up as? Um, so, I do quite a lot of Star Wars stuff, so Stormtrooper TK, um, I do Snowtrooper from Empire Strikes Back, uh, Royal Guard from Return of the Jedi, also do one of the Colonial Marines from Aliens, um, from that I've got friends who do the Xenomorphs, and you're talking to these guys, tall people out of costume, they get in this thing, and funny old thing, kids love them. Kids come up and cuddle them and think they're like dogs. And you have a grown man that's probably 18 stone rugby player heads for the door screaming because he's terrified of a man in a costume. Um, I've done other various things. I've done the judge from the new dread for the Kalima dread. And currently I'm working on a classic for me is the 89 Batman, the Michael Keaton Batman. Oh, nice. So I'm about 80% through building that at the moment. I'm hearing this now. This is like an exclusive. So, Are you going to be premiering that at Cambridge? Yeah. If I can, uh, work's keeping me busy at the moment, so I'm not getting as much done. But one of the reasons, one of the groups I'm a member of, they do quite a lot of hospital visits and stuff, which is... With the Adam Brooks charity side of life, I'm, I'm all over, and I've we've been speaking about even just doing an off-hand visit. Yeah. We can gather some of the costumes together. We'll go and do an impromptu visit if it's okay with the hospital. That would be amazing. Kids love stormtroopers and stuff because they recognise yeah. them. For me, I've had friends that have done the Batman before. As soon as Batman turns up, it doesn't matter if it's the Dark Knight, if it's Keaton or Kilmer's Batman. Batman is Batman for children, and it's that that look of joy for those moments whilst you're with them, especially when they're in hospital, going through some tough times. And believe it or not, it's just as much it means just as much to us as it does the families to see that look. So yeah, I've, as I say, I've been doing it a few years, and I'm still enjoying it. I'm starting to think I'm getting a bit old for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never, too old. never too old. Never too old. Is it too fat? I can't remember if it's too old or too fat. I, I can't remember. <laughs> Are you, uh, do you cosplay as well then, Smudge? 
Do you know what? It's one thing at a convention for 20 years that I've never done. And the reason I've not done it is because I'm one of these people that says, if you're going to do it, do it. And it has to be sort of exact, the detail, etc. Um, I mean, all of things that I've seen over the years. And I've, done, I've been that person. I'm not a massive fan of... Um, like the alien and Predator and their the cosplaying duo who did the alien and Predator uh, in the same group and yeah I did that thing where I turned around in fact I've had two moments in my convention career where I've freaked out one was the alien and Predator they were literally right behind me and just jumped on top of me and the other one was I was born in the 70s and I grew up in the 80s and my biggest fear was Davros Really? Not Dalek, Davros. He scared Jesus out of me. He genuinely did. And the first convention I went to, and I turned around, and there was a Davros. And, yeah, I reverted back to my childhood, um, and I was glad I was wearing a tenor lady. That's what it was like. Well, that's, we're, we're doing the, the Colonial Marine stuff with the aliens. We tend to watch them because... Obviously, in the suit, it's very restricted view because yeah. of the, the way it's been built. And we'll be talking to people, and they're going, oh, we love you, because we go for the screen accurate side of life. That's the group I'm a member of. That's what it's all about, getting it as screen accurate as possible with that geeky. Um, but you'll be talking to someone, and you hear that scream in the distance. And in the back of your mind, all you can think is, where is the alien? Where is the bug gone now? You turn around, and as I say, you see that big six-foot-six rugby player heading for the door where all you can see is the black head above the crowd, just bobbing, chasing after this guy that's screaming, and it's like, oh, no, here we go. And then we say we turn around, the next thing, there's a kid cuddling it. It's, it's, just, it's just something funny to experience. So, you, you, what you need to do is get people to video it. Actually, videos yeah. and doing it like Facebook Live videos or something, because uh, yeah. that that would go down amazing. Yeah. Stuff like that goes viral, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. well, ex- exactly. So, yeah. and a lot of people ask because Marine Helmet from Aliens does have a camera on the side. And the amount of times you get asked, are you filming us? Yeah, and it's like no, they're just they're just helmet mounted cameras. So, just for the look. <laughs> big big. You could stick a GoPro on it, actually. That wouldn't, wouldn't be a bad idea. Well, a pencil, pencil, pencil camera would probably fit in them. So. But we've had, aside of it, we've had, for example, the time we met Sabona Weaver, we were all dressed up. So we had, us as just the grunt marines, we had one of them, uh, one of our friends dressed in the full smart gunner rig, the big machine gunner rig. And obviously the aliens running around with us. And to have Sabona Weaver... And God bless him, Paul Paxton was there as well. Take pictures of us and be like, yeah, we're going to send this to James Cameron. That's amazing. I can't believe how amazing these guys look. Scotty Weaver was like, he took me back. We came in, we all played the part, being quite cocky and being that character, and she loved it. And the pictures we got, that was an experience for me. So, that's just, a, that's, that's just a, an amazing memory to have. Exactly, exactly. Something, something stick with me until the day I die. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, 
that brings us to the end, guys. Um, I thank you so much for your time today. I'm I'm very very grateful. Very very grateful. I'm very grateful yeah. for you to you know spend a bit of time talking to me about about the con and, and what you're going to do and um, just talking to me about it and also allowing me to be a part of the day in, in a small way as well. I'm very, very thankful for that. And I know my colleague Alex is as well. He's he's very, very thankful. He's very, very excitable. <laughs> he's very excited about it. He's, he keeps asking me, are we, are we still definitely able to go? Uh, uh, like, are we definitely still able? It's like, yeah, as far as I'm aware, we can still go. Um, yeah, he's like, course, he's like he even said to me, "Can I interview one of one? Of, can I interview the Sons of Anarchy guys?" And I was like, "You crack on, mate. You want to do it? Yeah. You, you crack on. It's absolutely fine." He's like, "It's King Coates," and I mean, he's he's quite a big quite a big lad. He's quite a big lad. But <laughs> every time we talk about it, he just turns into a ten year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do, do you guys want to just? Shout out where the uh, where tickets can be bought, prices if they're available at the minute, because I know you've only got certain ones out at the minute. Yeah, yeah prices. Um, if you if you're booking a ticket or you're booking uh, a pass or a photo shoot or whatever, the best thing you can do is go to our website, and that's uh, eventhorizon.events. Okay. Um, if if you're buying a general entry ticket, just click on the link and it'll divert you to Cambridge Junction just for a general entry ticket. But if you're booking uh, photo shoots or VIP passes or anything like that, all through all through our site. Also, keep an eye on the website because, as I said, next week we will be making this big announcement. Or the week after, we don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Obviously, you guys are on Facebook and Twitter as well. Yes, and Instagram. And Instagram as well. Excellent. Yeah. So obviously for everyone to and Excellent. There is see I I want to know who the guests are that you've got because I kind of think I know what the big announcement is and even that's going to be that's going to be phenomenal. I can't, I can't wait for that to come out because that's going to be brilliant. Thank you. That is going to be brilliant. <laughs> it really is. Um, I'll tell you off the re- I'll tell you off the record once you hang out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can do that. It's fine. That's fine. Um, Smudge, AJ, Gavin, thank you so much for your time. Uh, massively appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, Cambridge Comic Con, twenty fourth and the twenty fifth of. August this year at the junction in Cambridge. Go get your tickets.